Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. I am Carlos Johnson, and this is It's a Black and White Thing. Uh, you can f- listen to the show at soundcloud.com slash A1LP. You can follow me on Twitter at A1LP. That is all letters, A1T help. Uh, you can reach out to me on Facebook, facebook.com slash A1LP. But please let me know you listen to the show because I don't accept uh, firm requests from people I do not know. Although I think I might have broken that rule not too long ago. But anyway, um, today uh, I'm joined, as always, I'm joined by the homie A-Ward. A-Ward, shout What's out to up, you. y'all? I know y'all miss me. A-Ward, holla at me. Kimzy on Facebook. It's K-I-M is in Mary Z is in Zebra. Y is K-U losing right now. Um, <laughs> and if you, uh, you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at A-W-A-R-D-865. And then Instagram is always A-W-A-R-D bars. Because that's what you get with me. So, how you been, man? Good, good, good. How about yourself? You know, you know, it's holiday season. Uh, so, shout out to budgeting. Mm. Um, and shout out to uh, Tennessee making a ball game. So Yeah, yeah. And we got a special guest with us today. Um, he is the, I guess he likes to call himself the yellow of black and white. So, it's a black, white, and yellow thing today. The homie Jesse Abbey is in the building. Uh, Jesse, what's going on? What's Go ahead going and shout on, out fellas? to the people. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, good. Uh, I'm never on Twitter that much, so it really doesn't matter. I just retweet a bunch of stuff, so you could try to follow me on there, but I'm probably not going to talk a whole bunch. So, what's up, everyone? And uh, shout out to Michigan not making a bowl game this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a tough year for 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 our teams across the board and in a lot of different sports. So, um, but we'll go ahead and get into it. We got another great show. Um, I'm going to try to play the role of facilitator a little bit. I'm I'm going to try to pull back from being as vocal and talking as much as much. Uh shout out to the homie Trent who, you know, while I'm, while we here we're in the uh MMP studios. I I want to go MPP so bad for whatever reason. MMP studios uh for a limited time only like it's our time in the MMP studios are coming to an end. You can listen to the Music Microwave podcast. Uh, episode two is up right now at podomatic.com backslash MMP or Music Microwave Podcast. You can follow Trent on Twitter at twitter.com backslash MMP, right? Music Microwave Podcast. And then there also is a fan page on Facebook. Search for Music Microwave Podcast. So shout out to the homie. We only got a couple of more episodes in the MMP studios. We got to find a new home um, unless, you know, he's going to take us all to his new place of residence. I won't put his business out there like that. But uh, you know, I will. He's actually moving to California. Uh, okay. Well, he at least he didn't give you the, the, right, the yeah, town yeah, that he was moving yeah, to. Yeah. So you know, um, area code, uh, zip code. <laughs> uh, last for his social is. For more details, please tune in to the Music Microwave Podcast. <laughs> MMP. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Shout out to the homie for hosting us here once again. Um, so like I said. Uh, I don't want to say action-packed show, but we got a couple of topics that we want to get into um, and go back and forth on. The first one uh, being being the college football playoff. If you have you know been underneath a rock, uh, the top four teams have been unveiled by the committee in order. They are Alabama's number one, Oregon is number two, uh, Florida State's number three, and Ohio State, the Buckeyes, the, the Ohio State. The, yeah. yeah, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Were the four seed uh, coming all the way from what six? They were six, and then they made their way up to four yeah, after yep. after drubbing uh, Wisconsin in the Big Ten title game. So, for those if you're 
you know, not sure how who's going to play who. You're going to have Bama versus the Ohio State uh, in on New Year's, right? New Year's Day. Yep. And then uh, Oregon against uh, Florida State. So uh, I'll, I'll just start asking you guys, what do you guys think about the, the matchups? Do you think they got it right? I do. Uh, you know, I think that uh, we're starting to run into the issue with the whole Big 12 deal. But, uh, you know, me being where I'm at right now, I think they do. Um, I mean, ultimately, what everyone wants to see, regardless anyway, is the Florida State-Oregon game. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not Florida State-Oregon, uh, Alabama-Oregon, I'm sorry. You know, if we get to that, then we can, you know, I think those two teams are, are, are the best teams right now. Um, while I do think that Florida State kind of got a raw deal, being that they haven't lost in a couple years, um, you know, the great thing about this 14 playoff is that they're going to get the chance to, you know, to prove themselves regardless. So. I think that I think ultimately they got it right, and I think that Alabama will end up playing Oregon, and I think everything will be settled once that game happens because that's really the game that's going to matter the most. Um, I, I I feel bad for Gary Patterson. I think Gary Patterson. In, I mean, I think he just has the worst luck when it comes to to actually getting a chance to to win a national championship. So I feel bad for him a little bit, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think that really Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma was huge. Um, that last week, um, because it just put, I think Oklahoma fell out of the top 25, uh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, it just took another, uh, big 12 team, you know, into mediocrity as per se. Um, and, uh, and then you just noticed that it was really just Baylor, K-State and, uh, and TCU, um, in that conference. So I think that hurt them, hurt them. But like I said, ultimately, I think they got it right. Uh, I think that's what I would have went with. Even though I don't like Ohio State, I don't like Urban Meyer, um, um, but I would have hated to see um, Ohio State uh, not get in as well just because their quarterback got hurt. So, yeah, you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to say they got it wrong or right. Um, I don't mind it. Like I'm not mad that Ohio State uh, got jumped over Baylor and TCU. I felt like Baylor should have been number five all along. Uh, or number four, and then it should have been four Baylor, five Ohio State, six TCU from jump. It never should have been TCU at three, um, because like you said, with those, with them doing it weekly, and then them saying, you know, well, we start from a clean slate. Um, it just you, it was I don't it was window dressing for TCU. Like they never had a shot unless K State had beat Baylor. So I don't mind it. But why? Why is it? Do you guys agree with? Baylor and TCU being out me honestly I would have I would have chosen TCU however um I that's just me I thought TCU was the better team but I can obviously the head-to-head and if you watch college game day last week you had a uh, they had 61 58 signs and you know we we won the head-to-head against Germany in World War II and all this all crazy stuff um, the one true champion, right? Yeah, the one true champion, which the the true champion was Baylor. I mean, if we want to be honest, that should have been the Big Twelve represented. I think that they. Uh, I think that um, honestly, I think that it was probably a um, a mixture of that, and ultimately, um, they didn't want to put a team in the top four that gave up fifty eight points. Like I, I really believe. I know, I know that you offensive minded gurus or whatever um, think, but to me, it's just all you are is really good at one thing, um, and and obviously not very good at the other. Um, I think that TCU has a chance that I honestly think TCU might beat Mississippi by at least three touchdowns, 
And I think that if TCU was to beat Mississippi by three touchdowns, I think that that could really uh, uh, ruffle some feathers towards the end of the year if they finish like that. So, um, and that's who they got in their bowl game. So, well, hold on. Let me before before we swing back. Bama gave up. Now, granted, they won the game. They scored fifty five. They gave up fifty or forty four to Auburn. I mean, so I mean, it, to me, there are no there are no dominant defenses, and the whole you know they play as you know defense in the SEC, and you got to strap it up. And I'm sorry, all I couldn't so. hear you when you said SEC. Could you give it like a little bit more of a oh, respect oh. when you use the acronym, please? You mean the the team that uh, that finished under 500 in non con play? E. I'm just saying. So C. There you go. So I'm, but I'm just saying like that. That I mean. It w- it was a high scoring game. That is the the era that we're in with college sports. I mean, Oregon's all these teams have the potential to put up at least thirty points. I kind of see that. Um, um, I also I, there's the absolute like when I watch TCU Baylor, when I watch these Texas Tech, these teams like that, you you almost know for a fact there will be no big play made on defense, and whoever has the ball last wins. Um, even in Auburn, Alabama, even in uh, some of these some of these games, you still you still know that there is a defense out there that could send you three and out two possessions in a row. You know if if the if the play calling is off on the offensive side. So um, as far as completeness, um, when it comes to that, I think that the four teams that they chose um, were pretty good. So, but uh, I'll say this too to kind of piggyback off what you said. If you look at um, you know Alabama defensively. They win championships based off of what? You know, they their offense was kind of suspect the last couple of years, but their defenses were carried them, right? They gave up that big game against Auburn, uh, but the rest of the year, I mean, for the most part, I think they were pretty good defensively, right? Um, to, but to go further with what you were saying about how, you know, TCU and Baylor, you know, offensively, this and that, look at Oregon. How much has Oregon won in the past couple of years? And all they do is score points. They can't stop anyone. You know, in, in football – uh, you know, maybe I'm a little older than most of y'all, but you still win championships off of defense. You know, you have to make – you make two stops against the Oregon and they're not stopping you. You go up, you know, 10, 14 points, that changes everything, you know. And I, and I think that that's uh, ultimately what did Baylor in. I'll say right off the bat because Baylor can't stop themselves. I mean, they can't stop anybody on defense. TCU probably more so, but um, I, as much as I hate Ohio State – can they stop people? I think that their defense is a pretty good defense. You know, now when they play Alabama, it's going to be a different deal. But defensively, they're a much better defensive team than either one of those other two teams. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I'm looking at Alabama's schedule right now. You know, I'm my. I guess my rebuttal to that would be name a decent quarterback. The best one I'm looking at, looking at their schedule, is Bo Wallace, and we all know bad Bo, good Bo. So I mean, you know, well, and that and that to me, that's going to be a, a big litmus test. I mean, they got. Ohio State. Now, granted, they got a third-string quarterback. How many decent quarterbacks would you consider there to be in Oof. college football? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Mariota, um, uh, a healthy, um, a healthy. Um, well, Boykin, I think. I think Boykin would probably be considered a, a good quarterback. Uh, this Bry- year he was. Bryce Petty just had some awful games, even though he's uh, he's still considered um, a, a decent quarterback. But, I mean, if you go down the line, you know, there's a lot of media. We have gotten to the point in college football these days to where you you throw anybody in the system that a coach has, and they're going to look good. You know, I've been a, a huge um, crit, critic of Matt Mock. Um, um, but, honestly, Matt Mock makes plays 
outside of the pocket with He's his white arm. Russell Wilson. And 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 but he doesn't let the system dictate the big plays that he makes. Um and and his arm is just yeah, he's got a ridiculous arm. But I mean, but uh but you just don't see that anymore in 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 football in general. Um and so I ultimately think that, you know, we know college football and ratings and NFL prospects and different things like that. You know, you want um players like Derrick Henry um on the big stage, you want players like Marcus Mariota, you want players um like people people like that essentially. So, you know, that's why I think they got it right. There's no uh, Peyton Manning's coming out of college, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> true, true. I'm looking at I'm looking at them now, and it's just they're they're all underwhelming. Um, I wouldn't trust maybe Mariota. I would trust in a big game. Maybe Nick Marshall. Uh, the rest of them are kind of unproven or have been very up and down. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Okay. So as I as we're making uh, you know interracial uh, comparisons, Nick Marshall. Is the white is the black Joe Flacco because he just throws it up. <laughs> so Matt Mock is the white. He's a Joe Russell Flacco. Wilson. Wait, okay, wait, the, wait. The black Joe Flacco. <laughs> He's the black Joe Flacco. Yes, he is the black Joe Flacco. Nick Marshall is the black Joe Flacco. So, so all right. So let's spin this forward a little bit right. um, before we get to predictions of what you think will happen. So we this is our first year in the college football playoff system. I, I personally, I'm glad that we at least have some type of of way of determining, you know, one true champion. Shots out to the Big 12. Um, <laughs> but uh, going forward, if you could make changes to the committee or to how thing or to how this playoff is determined, what would you do? Well, I'll just go ahead and steal your answer um, <laughs> so that now you have to come up with something else. No, I'm um, just going to say I'm able, you know. Yeah, go ahead. I honestly think that they had too many selection shows. I mean, I believe that, and I agree with you. Um, you know, I think that they started it too early. Um, I think that I don't ultimately think that they should have not had a selection show until the end and then revealed it. But I do think that maybe, um, maybe giving us an idea two to three, uh, three weeks before, um, championship, uh, conference championship games, that that would have been, um, the case. And then, um, I, I think as a, from a fan standpoint, um, I think that we they should be a little bit more transparent in you know some of the people's under the interviews. I haven't seen much as to what people actually would say. Body of work, you know, strength schedule, big win, this this that and the other. You know what they considered personally. I'd kind of like to know just kind of getting the heads of different people because some of the guys that uh, that I heard that you know compared bodies of work like it was almost seemed like the definition of two different people was totally different. Um, so that would be mostly the way I would change. I, you know, I would say. Uh, in this day and age where everything is is wide open, I think you go ahead and put a camera in the room. You know, let's be real transparent. Then there's no agenda, um, you know, no money. You know, a lot of people argued about Ohio State getting in because of money. They have Big Ten backing. Put a camera in the room with the committee. You know, let's let's see what's going on in that room and and, and then try to uh, you know go from there. You know, I I wouldn't change. I wouldn't go to eight teams or anything like that. I mean, max I would go a six. You know, give the one and two seeds a week off and then let the other, you know, four play to get to that level. But I, I no way do I go to eight. You know, four, I think they got it right now. It's just we live in the Midwest and they didn't get it right because two teams from the Midwest didn't get in there. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we were kind of having this this discussion before the show. Um I I mean, to echo what you guys said, they shouldn't have rankings until to me, until the season is over. Um, but I, to me, they should do AP should do away with rankings until midseason. But that's neither here nor there. Um, 
but also to get back to the discussion we were having before the show started of Baylor, they there has been all this conversation of how do you fix this? How do you keep this from happening happening again? And to me, you don't do anything. You if you Bob Bowlesby came out and said we're not changing anything, we're not doing anything different. I agree. You don't need to do anything different. You have a true round robin. Everyone plays each other. And if you have a a going forward, they just need to crown a champion. Baylor beat TCU. Baylor should be the should have been the the champion of the champions of the Big 12. Um, And that's how it should have gone. TCU, I I get your that may not make TCU fans happy, but that's how it should have should have been going forward. So, I mean, that mean that goes back to divisions, you know, in divisions uh, that do have conference championships. I mean, head to head, you know, if 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 Florida and Georgia both finish with one loss, you know, and, and Florida beat Georgia. You know, they play in the, the championship game, you know. So uh, why is it all of a sudden different um, in the Big 12? I, I think it's uh, – but I think that – I don't like that any in general. I think that there's been plenty of years where – now this is a little bit off, but KU basketball are considered Big 12 champions um, when, you know – In the regular they're, season, you They're mean? co-champions or – yeah, in, you know, and it's like, oh, how many years in a row have we been champions, you know? Well, you're right, but three of those years in a row, K-State or somebody else, you know, ties right, you right. for the best record. Like, it's just kind of it's just kind of weird to me. I'm, I'm My dad always taught me that a tie is worse than a loss. So, um, you know, and that's and, and that's how I'm a firm believer in that. KU, KU fans, I'm sorry, real quick, uh, you can breathe now. <laughs> Uh, they KU just went final. KU beat Utah 63-60. Let's go <laughs> and calm down on your KU slander. You almost got kicked out. There wasn't that wasn't slander, man. You know what? Hold on, hold on. You, we about to take a quick detour real quick because yes. we about to go there. This yes. not this not nothing about KU. Okay, but why? Well, it is. Why okay. are Kobe fans KU? Why are y'all so sensitive? Why, um, why are y'all so sensitive? Listen, it, this, this, the thing is, when you're great, um, like KU, um, like everyone else wants to be great, and you know you have to just guard yourself from people who don't want to let you be great. You know what I'm saying? Just so, just let us be great, and that's all. That's all we're saying. Um, um, don't no don't. See, he tried to bring up that Trey Burke three <laughs> that just hurt my whole thing. so hurt, hurt my whole heart. <laughs> so Jesse, Jesse is he's from you're from Detroit, right? Yeah, I was born in Mount Clemens. All right, so he's from Michigan, Michigan fan through and through, and so he just pulled up the uh, Trey Burke uh, yeah, three pointer against brutal. KU. But this is all I'm saying is like, okay, uh, I understand that. Uh, you know, us being us basketball saying, okay, uh, you the ten time Big Twelve champion, but we don't actually win the conference or we we tied with somebody else. We don't make the rules. We just playing the game. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're gonna give me ten in a row, I'm gonna take ten in a row. And uh if you wanna if you got anything else to say about that, you can meet me out in the streets. <laughs> All I'm saying is is that you know Again, Kobe fans, you can't say nothing to them. And they just like, you just make a simple statement of fact. Shock. We make a simple statement of fact. 83. You make a simple statement yeah. of fact and it's hate. But, you know, chill out. Come on. <laughs> Before we keep going, you ever bowled and they play nine pin down where like if you hit nine pins, you actually get a strike? 
No, I've never played oh, that okay. before. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So I've uh, is that is that what you're saying about KU fans? Yeah. Well, so so essentially, what you know, <laughs> essentially what it is is like you. I one of my coworkers, we went bowling right for the boys and girls club, and he bowled a three hundred, right? And the three hundred was up there, and it said three hundred, right? But two of the frames, I mean, he only hit nine pins. It would he would have had to pick up the spare and probably would have finished with a two seventy six or That's something like sauce. that, right? But, you know, so, so I feel like and it also I'm from a, you know, now granted my my, you know, university has had some rough years as of late, but we count championships. Right. We count championships. We don't count conference championships. OK, we don't. Right. Okay. And so the last time I checked, Florida basketball had two NCAA basketball national championships in the last 25 years. Right. 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 And then KU basketball has had two NCAA basketball championships in the last, what, 29 years? Something like that. And so, you know, we count championships, man. We don't count conference championships. So it's all great, yada, yada. Florida's also got football championships. Florida's also got women's softball championships. Florida's also, that's a university. That is an athletic director that deserves a raise, okay? Let me say something real quick. When did he turn into a Gator fan? Right, right. You know, I was using it for the sake of my school, which, granted, you know, we 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 had, we had some rough years, but you know, I'm just using it from a fan standpoint. So know? hold up, this is a little bit same inside. reason the Celtics got pride. The same reason I'm like this is this is, hold up hold up. This is a little bit of inside baseball because if you live in this region, every time KU loses, literally every time KU loses, they get on Facebook, they get on Twitter, and they go ten time Big Twelve champions. True. You know. We dominate this conference, like okay, but you just lost. Like, like I mean, I get, I get the his, the the his, history. Bison's, you know, yeah, North Dakota. You know what I'm saying? I'm North not North, Rhymes, no, Northern Iowa. Yeah, Farouk Manesh, Northern <laughs> Iowa. I did say, you know, Trey Burke. You know, you got, you got, who was that old boy from Syracuse? Swatton, uh, Wayne Shot, Hakeem Warwick, Hakeem Warwick. Yeah, and he and I actually rooted for KU to win that one. He knocked his shot out of bounds, and they lose against Syracuse. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, like. Just take the loss. Like, don't get on there and start talking about what you've done in the past. Like, in the history, in the right now, you just lost. I want to welcome everyone to the Music Microwave <laughs> Podcast, MVP, because uh, everyone just got kicked out of the basement. <laughs> Everybody. It was just about to be a black thing, because I was about to just click them out. But then, but then A1 started going off talking crazy. So this is just, this is just a Music Microwave Podcast sports edition now. Uh, you know what? I, I I I can't really defend my fellow uh, rock chalk Jayhawkers, uh, which is I'm ter- I shouldn't even said that phrase. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not one of those guys who get on there and, and have to like reaffirm the fact that we're a good team. Hey, listen, like we've been fortunate to have good coaches and good recruits and great. and great, yeah, great. great and and yeah, yeah, we got some bread. They be them boosters be throwing out some some cake. Uh, I, I give you that. But if you don't like it, get your cake game up. Get your get your coach game up. You can do that. You see, uh, Coach Cal, uh, he going from Memphis to uh, Kentucky, uh, dodging all types of uh, NCAA uh, violations. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. He, hey, that is facts. Uh, and and he making it happen there. I can't even like. They smash KU so badly, but I can't even be mad. If you can recruit, if you can recruit a whole NBA first draft, first round draft to come and play at your school, more power to you. I'm about to take the mic. More power to you. 
But yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We he get he hey violations. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> violations. So in fairness to Coach Kyle, he has never been charged. He has never been formally on the record. So frame where a lot of people should have been charged, but you know, yeah. so formally, Coach Kyle has not been charged, or he's not been proven guilty in any of these allegations. None of them have been able to stick. So um, I just throw that. I just throw that out there. You know, weren't his final four flags pulled from everywhere? UMass, but, um, he, but that, that was his assistant coach. Guess what? When you work at a company. Do you blame everyone below you? You're the boss. Oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to You're get the to boss. yeah. That yeah. means you need to have some responsibility. Like, hey, Roger, no, Roger, Commission, you listening? You listening? <laughs> Are you listening? We're I'm coming for you. You don't think you didn't think we was gonna have a podcast? And I wasn't gonna bring that up, right? We're coming for you. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Go now ahead. it's the time or the part of the show where uh, Carlos Johnson likes to talk to Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore. Nah, nah, but nah, we can we we just really digress like really greatly there. But I'm yeah, I'm nah. serious though, like hey, Kobe fans, like why are y'all so sensitive? Like your dude is the number two, I guess you could say, best shooting guard of all time. He's about to pass. He was terrible last night, by the way. Swaggy P killed it. It was if you, terrible. He had twenty two and six. That's assists. a lot of turnovers. A lot of bad yeah. shots. He was making some dumb decisions. Yeah, like with a bag of chips. I mean, <laughs> which okay, so we about to go there. No, no, we are going to go there because I want to bring this up. I don't have you guys seen the full Kobe video yeah, of him going it. off in practice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me it. tell you something. And I, I texted Dre because Dre is the only rational Kobe fan I, I know. I forgot about Dre. Dre is the only rational Kobe fan I, I know. That was a nice, yeah. nice, that was bars, bars. I give you that one. But if you haven't seen the video, Kobe, he, they're, because they're trying to keep him fresh, he's coming off the injury to his knee. It was his knee injury, right? Because the Achilles yeah. was two years before. Yeah. So coming off the knee injury, they're trying to keep him fresh. This is the first time he's practiced all season. And in practice, he's going off, you know, he's saying, you know, I can see why we lost 20 games. You guys are soft, soft like Charmin. These, you know, blankety blanks ain't doing nothing for me. He's going off on Mitch uh, Kupchak, the, the GM of the Lakers. Let me tell you something. Now, look, I'm, I'm a passive. I'm a, I'm, I'm a pacifist. I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. But if you going to go and practice and go off on me and talk about I ain't, I ain't what I'm not. Look, Kobe could have got these hands. He could have got that work going off on me like that on the court. Could have got that Chris Childs. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Come on. He could have got that. And so I texted Dre and I was like, dude, did you see this? He was like, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. He was like, he was like, he's right. He's like, they're going off on him and talk. He's saying all this stuff and none of them are doing anything except for maybe Nick Young, who is just kind of talking, you know, junk, going back and forth with him. Nick Young's a space cadet, though, so he probably didn't hey, care. Hey, shouts anyway. out to Swaggy P. He's though. good, Man, but I'm, he didn't. I'm a Swaggy P fan. No, no, no doubt, but he didn't care one way or the other because he's out there partying and living it up. He couldn't care less. That dude was just trying he, to have life. Yeah, right? he, you know, out there with Iggy I'm, doing his thing. I'm going to say this. I, I loved it, but I'm also an old, you know, bad boys where dudes would cut their mother. Isaiah Thomas would have cut his mom if it meant him winning the championship. Kobe Bryant, I put this on. I think Dre posted something the other day. I put, you know, Kobe Bryant's an old soul. All he care about is go back to what Awar said is winning championships. He doesn't care about everything else. He wants to win, period. And if you're not with the program, then you need to go. And the problem is society nowadays is so soft in everything. You can't say anything to go back to what you said. Everyone's so uh, hypersensitive about every single thing that when he says something that is he's trying to get his team built up, he's trying to get him to play harder, right? Now it's a problem. 
You go back, you know, go back 15 years ago. Every practice was probably like that. I'm surprised there haven't been any kind of like anti-bullying. Um, um, I'm, su- I'm surprised. Made. Yeah, I, I'm surprised like, we haven't heard that. Like seriously, like the, it would. I mean, like like Jesse said, would it being so sensitive? You know, like uh, I have a feeling there's going to be some kind of commercial with Charmin. Um, or or something. Yo, Charmin actually, they had a tweet. I gotta find the tweet. They actually did tweet something out about about uh, softness. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead, continue. Because I'm sorry. Uh, but no, no. I mean, I mean, I I, I liked it too. Um, I think that I read that uh, the last time he practiced, or if he had practiced, was before before the last time they played the Spurs, and they just got routed. And uh, I can only imagine what it would be like over the years to practice with championship caliber teams. And then to step on the court with a bunch of like, I mean, it's almost like playing with like the science club from your middle school, you know, the team, they didn't even play, you know, like, like, you know, like, so he's out here with like a, you know, and he's just probably thinking, oh my God, like, what did I, what did I do to deserve this, you know? And so do I think they won because of that? No, I think they won because they played, you know, better basketball. But I think that, you know, um, I think it was good for sports. I think it was good for the, uh, for for the media for sports center it was fun to watch you know um so uh so yeah i ain't got nothing wrong with it so. and let me say i'm not i'm not hating on that i don't i didn't really find i didn't find it offensive like you said kind of from the bullying aspect but like i said if i'd been on that court kobe would have you know we would i would have set a screen something i mean some passive aggressive kobe would up for a layup i would have undercut him some soft this you know what i'm saying like i would have went back at him you know you know what would have happened to you though Carlos Johnson would have got cut five minutes later. No, he wouldn't. No, they, they can't afford to cut anybody. You would have been need, gone, trust me. They need everybody they can get. They can't afford to cut anybody. You know what I'm saying? Now so, starting for the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Yo, the 76ers are going to be nice in about two or three years. We, we yeah. said that three, four years ago. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so I, I just thought we since we kind of took that detour, I'm just saying, you know, Kobe fans, look, your dude is – one of the greatest, I'd say, top 15 players of all time. He's somewhere in that mix of the top 15 players of all time. He's accomplished a whole lot. He's about to be number three all-time in scoring. Um, you know, I know people kind of gave him grief for the most missed shots, but, I mean, you have to be great to get to that point. Like, just no one gets that many shots up. <laughs> Allen Iverson is great, Jesse. No, 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 I agree. Okay, I've had, okay. I've had people tell me that, you know, Allen Iverson wasn't as good because he he took more shots than anyone. I said, well, he also took a horrible team to the finals. He he played. <laughs> I don't know is his team or LeBron's team the the worst finals team ever. Yeah, that Sixers team was really suspect, man. But he he had like and the heart Eric and soul. Was that wasn't Eric Snow on both of those teams? He was on the 0-1 you know team what? and he was on the uh, the LeBron team. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. They had Aaron McKee. That tells you all you need to know about yeah, that Sixers team. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, lighten up, man. You guys got two years left, and he's calling it quits. Enjoy the ride, man. Like, people like me, I put stuff out there just to just because I know y'all will react. Just to get just because it, it brings me joy to watch you guys squirm when I put this stuff out there. So enjoy, enjoy the ride. Have fun. All right? All right, cool, cool. So now. Oh, Roger, you better be glad my computer just died. I should have brought my, my charger with me. So, but anyway, I got, but you know what? My phone is on 100%, Roger. So, you know. So anyway, so the next thing we'll get into, um, if you haven't been paying attention, NFL has been back in the news again. 
Um, you know, before we do that, let's go. I want let's hit the Chiefs first. I I, st- I try to be. I want to be a little bit more positive going into this. So, so the Chiefs were seven and three just three weeks ago. Right. They were going into a big game against the Oakland Raiders, Thursday night football. Right. We sat here. I, I said it. I said, hey, don't overlook these guys. They play hard. And despite, you know, some of their foolish ways, C.O. Moore and Khalil Mack, you know, back there dapping it up, you know, while the play is getting, you know, Boz getting ready to snap. <laughs> the Raiders pulled the game off. Then the, what, they, haven't won, they haven't won since, right? They've, they won this week. They won this past week, right? No, they lost. They lost Arizona. That was the Arizona game, right? Arizona just played. Oh shucks! No, that was that Denver game. They lost to Denver. No, Denver just beat Buffalo. Oakland just beat um, the Niners. The Niners. Yeah, yeah, my team going down in flames. <laughs> going down in flames. Hindenburg, Titanic. The yes. uh, Michigan Wolverines paid off the Forty Niners. Um, yes. And uh, and who did the Chiefs not, play? I, the reason I know that the Chiefs played. We're talking about Oakland. My bad. I was talking about. Oakland. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. The Chiefs have not won oh. since they since they beat Seattle. They were seven and three going into that Thursday night game. Then you know, so they lost to Oakland, lost to Denver, lost to uh, Arizona. So, what are your prize? Do you think that they can get this turned around? No, I don't. Um, and I, I honestly think that they're done for. I mean, I think that they lose to the Steelers. They play at. Pittsburgh. Yeah, they play at Pittsburgh. Um, I said they beat Oakland. I, I I said they're gonna beat Oakland last time. Obviously, I was wrong. Um, they should have. Oakland lost the next week, fifty-two to nothing to the Rams. Um, uh, rivalry game or not, you don't just lose to a team that lose. I mean, you just don't lose to that team. I'm sorry. Um, but um, I I think they beat Oakland, but I think they lose to the Steelers and um and San Diego um the last week of the season. Ah man, I feel like they have to win all three to get into the playoffs. They have to. No, okay. they, it's it's not. They they okay. need so to. So it's mathematically. They have to. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, they've lost. What what would make me believe they're going to win three games in a row? You know, two of them against teams that are hungry and are wild card teams and have actually won games in the past couple of weeks. You know, I just I just don't see it. I, I mean, they won five straight before the three game winning streak or losing streak. They. Okay, I mean they they have the capabilities too, but they I don't see them just turning it around right now. Like I don't, I just don't I don't I don't see um, uh, I don't know uh, unless the spirit of Eric Berry just consumes um, <laughs> that entire football team, you know. But you know they got a mediocre quarterback, they got a very mediocre uh, play calling right now. Um, they have a very mediocre run defense. Um, Sean Smith has been playing surprisingly pro bowl caliber this year um and that's about the only um high uh, bright spot of that defense other than um you know poe you know being decently solid. justin houston uh and jo- oh yeah justin houston um uh but yeah i just don't i just don't see it happening they're, they're playing again their their biggest um advantage is their pass rush and they're playing against two second tier quarterbacks that know how to get rid of the ball that know how to not get sacked Eh, Philip Rivers, but Big Ben definitely. You know they're playing against two second-tier quarterbacks that are in a wild card chase as well, and I just I just don't see it happening. Jesse, let's talk about you know if we go back to that Steelers game. Look at more importantly the running game. I mean Bell has been incredible lately, and you know do I think I think the Chiefs win Sunday? Uh, I'll give you that, but going to Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh's playing, I mean fairly well right now. You know they're playing. Pretty good. I think the Chiefs are kind of in a downplay. But then when you look at – you get San Diego at home, 
with that look you're making, I think you think that they're going to win these last three, but I just nah, don't see it. So let me – the reason <laughs> I'm making this face is, Le'Veon, I was in my fantasy football league in the playoffs uh, my playing man. my man, playing, playing the homie Eddie. Eddie's team was was going down in flames. Drew Stanton was a starting quarterback. He was struggling. So I figure I'm in a good place. I can beat Eddie. I was a sixth seed. I had to win out to get in. My team performed. My team my team did its thing. Unfortunately, I was facing Le'Veon Bell, who racked up 200 yards of offense and I think three touchdowns. Uh, shouts out to the Cincinnati Bengals defense for being completely worthless. And, um, you know, I lost by about 14 points because, you know, Le'Veon Bell put up 42. So I know you guys don't care about my fantasy team, but the name Le'Veon Bell, I mean, he's dead to me right now. <laughs> nice. um, so, you know. Uh, so sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you the gas face. No. Um, to to bring it back, it's full circle. Let me try to bring all they just all the negative vibes when you said that name. Man. I'm trying to bring it back full circle. Um, my man got the vittles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a lot of stuff going on right now. Anyway, <laughs> let me just say something. I think the Chiefs go one and two to finish out the season. I think they're done, with, and and they're in the worst possible place because then they're going to be what eight and eight which is in the NFL is the worst spot because then you're drafting like 16, 17, 18. Shouts out to the 49ers. You know, yeah. And the Cowboys. No, well, no. I need the Cowboys to lose for my Lions. So. Hold up, hold up, hold up. In the previous year. No, no, no. Let, no, see, now this is – at some point, we're, I'm going to have all the homies on. We're going to do a Google chat. I've been saying this forever, but one day I'm, we're going to ha- make this happen. But one of the topics I do want to get into – why do people give Tony Romo such a heart? This dude is a top-tier quarterback who has played with terrible defenses for years. For I just saw somebody say on Twitter, what's the difference between Tony Romo and Jay Cutler? And I just went, uh, one is good and one isn't? Like, uh, we got to stop this. Second-tier quarterback. He's not a top-tier quarterback. Top We're 10. Top 10. Top 10. That's not saying a lot, though. That's not saying How a lot. How is it not saying a lot? Because. They need 10 quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You want, okay, I mean, Brady. Well, you got you got your elite quarterbacks, yeah. and then you got you know your you know. Let me tell you something. Pretty good quarterbacks. Eli Manning has two Super Bowls. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl. Tony Romo is better than both. Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl, but I mean, what does that have to do with the quarter? I mean, my point is, is that Tony Romo gets all this blame. I don't think he deserves the, all the blame. No, he doesn't. He no. doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve half of it. Um, but. Um, I don't know what he's what his presence is like. It's in the locker room or with the organization, but I can't imagine a Peyton Manning or a Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers going eight and eight a couple years in a row and not almost demanding some kind of uh, change as far as in the organization's concern or trades or or what it was. And it almost seemed like he was just content with, well, let's go out here and this, that, and the other, you know. No. And um, so so what do you want him? To, so you want to be and, like Brady, like cursing well, on the sidelines? And as much as Peyton Manning takes flack for interception against uh, the Ravens in the overtime, or as much as Peyton Manning takes flack for interception for Terry Porter return for a touchdown in the, you know, that's why Tony Romo takes flack for fourth quarter interceptions. They might not happen all the time, but they have happened. And Peyton Manning's might not have happened all the time. But, you know, he loses in Foxborough, you know. And Tony Romo loses big games like that too. So – um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My my dude. And I've been defending him now for about two years. The dude gets a lot of flack, and he just he hasn't had a defense. He hasn't had a competent defense. I'm not saying he, he needed 
you know, that that run that the Giants made two times or he needs the Ravens defense, but just give him something to work with. And now they've give credit where credit is due to Jerry Jones. He spent draft picks on offensive linemen Mm -hmm. where he was ridiculed when he took Frederick uh, in the first round a couple of years ago. He got my dude uh, Zach Martin from Notre Dame. He's Tyron Smith. Doug Free, he's built up that offensive line. They got a good running game. They're going to kill DeMarco Murray and then let him go in the offseason. Um, <laughs> you know, but they have, the, they have the weapons, and their defense is finally being average. Not great because they've just been poor. Yeah. They're just being average. So is Tony Romo the face of the Cowboys? Would we all agree with that? Yeah. He's the face of the program. When you lose, who gets the blame? The face of the program. When you, regardless of situation, okay, you get paid a lot of money, a lot of money to, you know, me and you had this discussion, I think last year, when you pulled out stats and everything. And stats are great, but stats don't tell the whole story, right? True, true. So when the end of the game, so the Lions played the Cowboys, I think last year, or, or maybe it was the year before, I think it was last year, Detroit came back. Yeah, that was last year. Crazy that was game. Last year, yeah. They beat them. Detroit scores. Uh, uh, Dallas gets the ball with less less than a no, minute to go. I thought Detroit, I thought Detroit scored. So the, okay, yeah, yeah. Dallas gets the ball back less than a minute, less than 30 seconds, 45 seconds, whatever. In my heart, I knew we were done. I, I said, I know this game's over because Tony Romo's going to do what Tony Romo does. He threw an interception. They played the Chiefs. He threw an interception at the end of that game. He does this. You can throw for 300 yards, but at the end of the game, it's kind of like what people used to say about LeBron. You can shoot and make all these shots, but when the chips are on the table, you're not making the big shot. No, I don't really care. But see here, but here's my point. So let's use that Detroit game as yeah, an yeah. example. He he had put they put up like twenty. I think they lost thirty-one twenty-six or something like that. It was some kind of odd score. It was more than that. Yeah, it was high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He put if you, if I give you thirty-something points, like at some point you got to look at the defense and say, hey, what are you doing? You know, I'm busting. We're all out here busting our butts. The Denver game last year with Tony. He, what the game was, 41 38, some I rate, some high, high, yeah, high really number. Crazy, yeah. Again, and all the, all the, all you heard at the end of that game was, well, Romo throws an interception. But it's like, I put, I gave you 38 points. At some point, you got to stop the man. You got to stop the other team from scoring. Did uh, Romo offer to not get paid as much so that they could hire some more oh, defensive players? I don't want it. I'm not. That's look, fact. That's fact. Shouts out to Melo, you know, for trying he, to get yours. But <laughs> if he's, if he, if, if we're not going to use this, we can't have, you can't have one and not the other. You see what I'm saying? If you're going to say, well, he didn't have this, well, then maybe if he wasn't getting paid $40 million, they could have hired some more people or signed some more people. He has restructured his contract. So after the, the – uh, sorry, he signed, he signed the deal like two, three years ago. Last year he restructured. So he has – he's I think he's got some money deferred or something like that. So he has taken less money. But I'm just saying, like, hey, people got to give Tony Romo his due. Okay, here. Here's his due. All right, cool. Now, we just spent way too much time talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I just, I'm sorry. That's this, why they're America's team, because somehow they infiltrate all of these podcasts. I um, think somebody was – who brought up Romo? Was that me? I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah, it was you. Yeah, it was I thought you. somebody else said let's something. Bring it, let's bring it back to the Chiefs. Uh, so, right, right, we right. kind of gave our idea. I, I Like I said, I don't think they're going to beat the Steelers. Jesse said that he thinks they finish 1-2, and 8-8, um, eight and eight, get the 13th pick in the draft, and maybe grab Sammy Coates. Um, or some kind of wide receiver out there, which I think that would probably be high for Sammy Coates to go. That'd I don't be, know. I haven't seen really incredibly, like that. Incredibly, incredibly yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Um, maybe they should trade for Jordan Matthews. 
That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, essentially, uh, what do you think? What, what, where do you right. see the Chiefs at? Um, so here's my hope. Here's my hope. I'm not saying this will happen. But this, is what I, this is what I hope happens. I think they can run the table. I do think they can run the table. I think they can, they, like you said, I think they can beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is kind of up and down. You never know. I mean, they put up you know, a billion points on the Colts and then lose to the Jets next week. So you never know what's going to happen. That's a toss-up game to me. They can beat San Diego. They've already done it once. It's a home game. It's the last game of the season. They both will be fighting for playoff position. And then Oakland, I mean, it's, again, another divisional game. You're going to be a revenge game. You're mad that you lost the game. And, again, it's at home. Two of your last three at home. You beat San Diego. You beat uh, Pittsburgh. You have the tiebreakers over them. Um, You already have the tiebreakers over Miami because you beat them. Uh, And I want to say if you went out and the Ravens, I think, who are ahead of them right now, if they lose one more game, they would have the tiebreaker in terms of conference record, which is what it would come down to. Um, so I think they can get in, um, but they need to immediately, whenever they, if they win the Super Bowl, if they don't make the playoffs or they get eliminated in the playoffs, they need to start scouting wide receivers stat. They have, they have not thrown a touchdown to wide receiver in over a year, over a year. How was this? I mean, how was this possible? That boggles my I, yeah, mind. I, I, I can't believe that the, that the sports stations aren't talking about it more than, you know, than, like I just it's it's yeah it's baffling like yeah seriously? i mean you would think that i mean you're not running georgia's triple option attack this right. isn't it is i mean you're you're throwing the ball right and 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 it, a lot of it has to blame on alex smith um i think so a lot of it has to blame on not getting separation with your receivers but um q los and Dwayne bow right yeah um but yeah that's just pitiful that's that's inexcusable i put that all on the front office Permission to infiltrate your podcast for one for one more time. Permission granted. I did, normally, hey, this is not what I, I do, but uh, I'm just going to put this out here as a diehard Kansas City fan, born and raised, Wyandotte County, what's up, 913. Um, let me just put this out here. And and this, this has no basis there's no sports reason for this for this take like there's no there's nothing that i can substantiate this claim substantiate okay Mm, continue this claim i wanted a day calendar Uh, step it step your game up uh this claim or by any means necessary but if we look at uh if we go back and we uh have this same we could have the same conversation about mm-hmm. the Kansas City Royals in about August. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm um, with you so far. And they would have said, "There's no way that the Royals would even make the playoffs. They 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 tie Detroit for first place, and then they come home and they get swept, mm-hmm. and then they they lose to the they get swept by." Who who was it? it? Was like the Diamondbacks or somebody who was like the last the last place team? It was somebody ridiculous. And, okay, okay, I'm and fine. all of this this happens, but then the Royals get get to the home stretch and mm-hmm. they barely make it in the playoffs. Right, right, right. They right. They, they get to the wild card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That might go 11, 12 innings, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. extra innings. Extra yeah, innings it go to extra innings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, Salvi. Hit it up uh, the third base line, right, right, okay, right. Okay, uh, and then then you so they so they get to the actual playoffs. I mean, you are going somewhere. Yeah, with I'm this. going. I'm okay, going somewhere. Okay, I'm going somewhere. Okay, I'm they get to, to the actual playoffs, you. right? Okay, okay, and then they, and they and they sweep. They sweep those. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the next round right. and they sweep. Okay, and then they end up in the World Series. Right. Okay. Right. 
I'm just saying it, it could be something going on in Kansas City. The Chiefs look bleak right now. They got a win out, which I think is doable. I'm with you on that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The whole the whole time the Royals wasn't hitting home runs. They wasn't doing none of the none of the stuff that they were doing in the playoffs. When they got to the playoffs, they stepped it up. Uh Moose hit home runs. Uh uh Hosmer was hitting home runs. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it is possible. There is like again, there is nothing, there's no sports, anything that would say otherwise, but Dwayne Bowe gets six touchdowns. Why, wait, so hold on. No, I wait a minute. Say, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Trent no, no, no. has been eating from the Kansas City concession stands. <laughs> <laughs> he, we just went, we just went five minutes. You just went five minutes to say all that to say Dwayne Bowe is going to catch six touchdowns. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm not s- paying you. I'm no, not giving no, you your listen, money for studio not, not time today. That. What I'm saying is anomalies can happen. I mean, Dwayne Bow is not catching six touchdowns in three weeks. I'm, I'm, they I'm just saying. In a year. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that a team whose identity is who you think is one thing can change to something else, and just like the Royals, you think that okay, they are they are a better team than what they are displaying, but they have been executed to their potential. So there's a possibility, just like as a possibility that next year I'll be 150 pounds. I don't see that happening either. But you know what I'm saying? There's a possibility that the Chiefs get it together and act not only go to the playoff but win a playoff game. Oh, I thought he was going to say Super Bowl. What a uh, what about that last minute drive leads you to believe that that change oh my is coming? God. That was literally the worst. He's throwing worst. screen. Well, he's well that that's on Andy Reid. He's throwing screen passes at the thirty yard line. How's I, but let me say this? I don't know. How's he's throwing that on dump Andy off You're in a two minute offense, and this cat was throwing three yard outs with and then wasted 15 seconds that was the worst two minute less than two minute drive i've ever seen in my life i haven't seen a drive that bad since tony stewart was on a dirt track um oh my god i just want to say so that i just want to let it make one aware that was the white person that said that that was the white guy who said that. That was not the black guy. It was it was quasi NASCARish, you know, <laughs> quasi NASCAR. Yeah. So I'm just saying, um, listen. I'm I'm not even gonna put his, his Twitter or his, his Facebook stuff out there. Y'all listen to the beginning of the show, and y'all make sure y'all send those comments to him. All right. No, but I agree with you guys. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, there was a, a a sense of a rally there for the the Royals. Um, and I understand, I get it, you know, I get, I understand hope, you know, um, and, and when you're from Kansas, uh, you know, Kansas city, you know, you gotta, you gotta hold on to that. Um, but yeah, that was just bad. That was yeah. bad. Man, man, I forgot about that drive. Yeah. That's, that's a hope killing. That's a hope killing drive. Yeah. Right there was there. like the whole argument around Alex Smith is that he's a game manager and he's a smart, um, quarterback. Like, there was absolutely nothing smart that he did about that drive that was – I mean, they got the ball with like a minute and nine seconds to go. Even with no timeouts, that is – that's a decent amount of time. In his defense, though, in his defense, though, they were bringing pressure. They weren't just dropping back and playing zone. They were bringing blitzes. Then get rid of it. Thank you. But, I mean, that's what he was doing technically. He was throwing it to the middle of the field. 
That's what you, I mean, look, they were bringing pressure. They tried to run a screen, I guess, to try to uh, maybe alleviate some of that pressure and get people in the right places. Yeah. But be that as it may, I still have hope. They are the, you know, I, I predicted the 49ers only win four games. They won seven. So they exceeded my expectations. However, the Chiefs are my last hope to have a rooting interest in the playoffs. Otherwise, I'm just watching as a sports fan. Since we're all hoping for things, I hope that Detroit beats Green Bay the last week of the year. Some things, it doesn't matter what you hope for. Reality is reality, my man. (laughs) Again, I have hope. Another thing I thought was uh, interesting was, do you remember when Emmanuel Sanders actually met with the Chiefs and then ended up in the Broncos? Oh, wow, yeah. And it was a big thing about how, like, he you know, he, he said he was going to, to go. Like, he was coming yeah. to the Chiefs. Like, imagine it had Emmanuel Sanders been here this year. Like, what do you think, you know, would have, would Alex Smith have gotten him the ball? You know, because he no. gets separation. I don't think so. He it, gets see, separation. Not, um, you know, or would he just be, you know, a little bit better Albert Wilson? Out there and and have you know in our system obviously right. not just a little bit right but I mean Wilson. I'm just saying you know yeah he's throwing passes to you know shouts out to Albert Wilson nothing against you I promise it's not but again you know Emmanuel Sanders Albert Wilson which one would you rather be throwing passes what to was Emmanuel Sanders at last year uh, Pittsburgh he was he's doing in Denver what Pittsburgh always thought he would be he's actually doing what they he's doing in Denver. Or he's doing in Denver what uh, he was supposed to do, what Antonio Brown does. He was supposed to be Antonio Brown before Antonio Brown. So, so. he went from Roethlisberger to Manning. Yeah, there was no chance. He would have came here, he would have been Alex Smith, and he would have just been another receiver that didn't make now it. Now, look. <laughs> yeah. Now, as much as I – look, as much as I've, I've gone from driving the Colin Kaepernick – Kaepernick, Kaepernick bandwagon. I'm now officially off the bandwagon, and I won't go into too many details for that. That's another time. But the one reason I like him more than Alex is he's not afraid to make that that throw where you go, no, 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 yes. You know, he's not afraid to make the throw where Alex. He's always going to take the safe. He's going to always going to go the safe route. He also has a lot better wide receivers to work with. That I is mean, true. There's a huge difference in the receivers. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, uh, look, uh, I'm trying to think. Kevin White from West Virginia, Devontae Parker from Louisville. Um, these are some of the names that's going to be out there. I'm, I think Nelson Aguilar from USC, he may come out. He's a junior. I think he's a junior. Um, you know, these are some of the names. Devin Funches, I don't know if he's going to be a wide receiver or a tight end. Uh, I think they're talking about tight end, but his hands are suspect at best. Uh, mm. <laughs> but, you know, these are some of the names that are going to be out there. Look, Andy Reid. Uh, you know, look, you got to go and get this guy. You got to go and find you find a number one because Bo's not a number one. And we've we've I'm going to say that argument for the homies because we've had this this argument about Dwayne Bo and what he is and what he isn't a lot um, in group chat. So no, no, no. he's a one. And actually, I had mentioned that uh, he I could probably name 12 teams that have two better wide receivers than Dwayne Bo. Um, you know, so I, I, I don't even think he, if he was a number two, he would be one of the best number twos in the league. I think he's a mid tier, um, you know, mid to, to bottom half number two wide receiver as well. Um, but I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, he doesn't deserve to be on an NFL team, you know, um, you know, um, I just, uh, you know, maybe a different system or maybe a different quarterback is, uh, would, would he'd excel in because he obviously put up stats one year, you know? So, I mean, he, he, uh, no, it wasn't. It was no. um that was the one year in the Charlie Weiss. Matt Castle, Wait, what, Charlie 12 Weiss. Twelve touchdowns. Um, something like you know, that. No, a touchdown in every game the last like eight games or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh you know who was throwing it to him? 
Castle. Castle. Okay. That was the Pro Bowl year. Yeah. So yeah, you know, um, you know, so he has potential. I just think that. Um, so I asked. I throw this out here. Last question. Me and Jesse were talking on our way, and we he was he's a Detroit fan, so we were talking about the Lions. I asked him about Indomitian Sue, and I said, you know, you, do you think they resign him? He said no because they got money invested in uh, Stafford and Calvin, and they got some other defensive guys that they need to pay. Mm-hmm. So I asked this question. I said, would you trade Calvin Johnson if it meant keeping Indomitian Sue? No. Why not? Uh, just because of I'm going what with this, Indomitian Sue brings to that team is not always a positive. I mean, he's just, I mean, he is. He's one of the dirtiest players in the NFL, oh, good or bad. Oh, and he's cleaned up his act. And he's cleaned up his act for how many, what, eight games? I mean, how long, I mean, how, how long do you give him until the next, you know? Albert Hainsworth, some of those, Albert Hainsworth had a great few years, and then he turned out to be, you know. It's, but some of those hits were, mm, yeah. some of his acts, um, I, I can't. But I, no, I don't, I mean, I don't get, I don't think that you get rid of Calvin. You can't, you can't get rid of the best wide receiver in the NFL, maybe one of the top 10 wide receivers of all time by the time we're all said and done. Um, yeah. That's a maybe. I think he's clearly going to be Yeah, 10. yeah. So here's where I'm going with this. This is the reason why I went down this path. If you were the Chiefs, let's just say he's available. Let's just say he's up for trade. What do you give up to get him? That's not a that's not a Chiefs thing to do. Like I couldn't even imagine the Chiefs even like putting their name in the hat to like, it just doesn't sound like a Chiefs thing to do. But I, I mean, but re- you're the you're the GM. You get a call from Martin Mayhew, right? Yeah. The, Martin Mayhew's the GM of the of the Lions. Shout out to Martin Mayhew for the Redskins. I mean, Red you'd skin. have to give up multiple first round picks. <laughs> but like, but like, but but like, is will Justin Houston even work? Like, I mean, I mean, do they even need him that bad? Who uh, the the, the Chiefs? The Lions. I mean, yeah, you can always use it. It's a pass rusher. Um, yeah, it's a passing I mean, league, only, so you need pass rushers. Uh, they is Ebron any good? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it would have to be multiple uh, first round draft picks, maybe even a Nile Davis. Um, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Um, I think that I think that you know he would probably compliment Joyke Bell. You know, because I don't see Reggie. Reggie's really done. Raised. Although, shouts out to Theo Riddick, Theo Riddick though. Yeah. Shouts oh, out to Theo yeah. Riddick. He has had a yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. impressed me. Yeah. They they say he Riddick does the stuff that Bush is doing, but at bargain basement prices. <laughs> I think they should get Dwayne Bow <laughs> to the Lions, and then we can have Riddick Bow. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 But anyway, all right. So I just wanted to throw that out there because we were having that conversation. So we'll move it. To, we'll move on. From, you know, like I said, we've given our, our thoughts on the Chiefs. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, last topic, and I'm not going to say the best for last, but. Uh